Did you know that BDSM and kink are healthy outlets for aggression, imagination, and attention? Hi, welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness. My name is Dana Shergel, and I am a sexual wellness instructor that dives deep into all things kinky. I'm here to show why kinky sexual wellness deserves a rightful spot within the wellness conversation. So let's talk about it. Hey, and welcome back to The Partition. Today's episode is going to be an extension of our feminine and masculine energy conversation that we had with Kat earlier this week. In this episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about how my kinky wellness journey reintroduced me to my masculine and feminine energies. But let's get a little bit more clear on what a feminine and masculine energy is. Each and every one of us has a feminine and masculine energy within us. As I said, they're two sides to one coin. But there's three concepts we need to know to better understand masculine and feminine energy. Those three concepts are polarity, counter, and balance. One definition of polarity is polarity is when one entity contains two distinct and opposite poles that can either attract or repel each other. In easier terms, examples are up and down, north and south, east and west, hot and cold, left and right, light and dark, and then we get to masculine and feminine. They are opposites of each other, and one is not better, one is not worse, one is not stronger, and one is not weaker than the other. Counter means we attract people who we feel complete us. For instance, if you're 80% masculine and 20% feminine, you most likely want someone who's 80% feminine and 20% masculine. Of course, this is just an extremely generalization example, but you get the point. Our counter is the person that makes us feel whole. Then we have balance. You know, nature is constantly fighting for balance. Nature will never quit until she finds balance and she is relentless. An example of an imbalance when it comes to feminine and masculine energy is when two people get together who both share too much of the same energy. For example, if two people enter a relationship who are both predominantly masculine, they are most likely to butt heads when it comes to their disagreements. Both these energies are important and you need to find a balance between them. Having too much masculine energy is just as bad as having too much feminine energy. And you need a healthy balance of both to have a better life and gain better relationships. The concept of feminine and masculine energy has been around for a really long time. Some people would argue the beginning of time. But by now, most people have heard the term yin and yang. Or at least I heard the terms yin and yang far more than I heard feminine and masculine energies. However, the feminine and masculine energies seem to be a fairly newish concept for the West to grasp. Or at least it's not a concept that is widely spread through our education systems. So the masculine energy is found in the left hemisphere of our brain and controls our more rational side. Our left brain is the I think I can side. Our left side or masculine side, depending on what you want to say, is more logical. It fuels our drive, overall focus. It's super task oriented and it helps us to get from point A to point B. Our masculine energy wants us to constantly take action and provide. It helps us to keep practical, be more strategic. But dating advice I would give to someone with a lot of masculine energy is try to resist the urge to constantly fix things. Sometimes people just want someone to listen to them. They're not coming to you for to fix their problems. And most of the time they know how to fix their problems. They just want to vent it out. But 
Anyway, sometimes when we have too much masculine energy, we just want to fix things all the time instead of just being there for someone in the moment. Now, I have a lot of history with masculine energy. And actually, for a long time, masculine energy was really all I knew. Stability isn't necessarily a concept you could use to describe my childhood. So growing up, I was always on the move. So the skills that the masculine energy gave me came in very, 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 very handy. However, I kept this masculine energy up long after I needed it by staying busy and staying masculine. But keeping busy and staying masculine was also a really good defense mechanism because being in my feminine was was hard, was hard. Our feminine side is where we hold our emotions and feelings. And sometimes I didn't want to feel the feelings I was feeling. But being in my masculine, oh, being in my masculine all the time is just fucking exhausting. And personally, I don't like being there all the time. But it actually wasn't until my kinky wellness journey that I realized how unbalanced my masculine energy was in comparison to my feminine. And how much I actually really like being in my feminine place. Um, It was the first time where I could be soft. I could give up power. I was able to simply let go and trust somebody else. And put myself in the care of someone else completely. Even if it was just for a short amount of time. That really took some weight off my shoulders like because it was the first time I really felt like I didn't have to be in control of everything all the time so let's introduce our feminine side and break it down a little bit more our feminine side or the right hemisphere of our brains is the I feel side our feminine side is not just responsible for our emotions it's also responsible for our pleasure intuition sensuality creativity and awareness Giving praise is a good way to grow feminine energy, and that's what I learned through kinky sexual wellness. Our side is also responsible for how good we are at collaborating with others, whether that be at home, community, or work. And it's one of the good reasons why women are so good at multitasking, because this feminine energy allows us to process things a lot faster and like a lot more things all at once that are around us. And this is because before we had our modern-day houses, Women had to defend themselves and their babies against other animals and predators. But, you know, I know I said it before, but feminine energy to me, um, or at least when I'm able to feel it the most, is when I really am able to be my softest form with someone. And that just feels so rewarding because I feel like I don't have to put my guard up. I feel so comfortable. I feel connected. I feel safe. I feel protected. And I love it. I love it. I feel like being able to feel it in the presence of someone else is what actually helped me be able to feel it for myself. I was able to start generating that feeling inwardly for myself once I felt it through this. In a perfect world, we would be balancing these energies in harmony every single day for every single moment we live. The example that I used before in the last podcast is that the feminine energy is what we use when we want to think about the day and how we want it to go and the goals that we're going to and when we can dream big. And then our masculine energy is what allows us to actually do it. It's not just think about it. This is the part of our brain where we actually get up and we put the action in, we put the blood, sweat, and tears in. And you need to balance those two out to get anywhere. But that's the thing. We live in a society where it's masculine energy dominated, I feel. Like we really are encouraged to 
work, 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 and never reflect and never rest and never heal. And it's always what we can do for others, but never for what we can do for ourselves. And how do we help and heal others? But, you know, you can't find resting and reflecting and healing within the masculine energy. These are all things that you have to find within the feminine energy. So if you're always put in this position of working and never resting, then you're never going to be able to slow down long enough to connect to the other energy that you have. And because we're all running around in this masculine energy, I feel like it's a bit of a blind leading the blind. Any society where one energy is dominating the other is bad. Any like Whether it's one side or the other, it cannot be so one-sided. And in my case, I learned that I can't fix everything either. And that's the thing too. We can't fix everything and we can't fix everyone. And I needed to learn how to listen and slow down and give myself a chance to be with myself. But when I was in my more masculine state, I always thought my problems would be solved externally. It had never occurred to me that some of my problems could be fixed by looking inwardly and simply by just slowing down. And kinky wellness gave me that space to slow down in as well. And that's the thing. Kinky wellness can give you any space to feel anything you want. And sometimes you need a space to slow down in. Sometimes you need a space that you want to feel protected in. BDSM and kink doesn't always have to be this crazy extreme event where people are walking out with bruises and marks and and pain. Sometimes BDSM and kink are literally the opposite. Now, I wouldn't say that I'm perfect at balancing my energies. I would say that sometimes my masculine energy likes to show up when, you know, I wish it really wouldn't sometimes, you know. And I found an article called 17 Tactics to Give Off More Feminine Energy from a website called happierhuman.com. Now, there is – I'm not going to list all 17, but I will say about five that I like the best and that I feel kinky wellness can easily give someone. The first one is letting your creativity flow. And this is a huge part of my kinky wellness is because it let me be creative. Through this, I was able to exercise my imagination at any point I wanted. And you know I'm going to say that I'm a big believer that BDSM and kink are healthy outlets for aggression, imagination, and attention. You know, emphasis on the imagination. Staying creative helps us feel young and energetic. It's a key element to living a more fulfilling life. So yes, you need to let your creative side flow. Two, embrace receiving. This is a big one. I used to find it hard to embrace receiving. We all need help from someone at some point, and we all deserve compliments. So why not start practicing receiving compliments in the bedroom? Three, be spontaneous and playful. Um, yeah, you know I believe adults get the short end of the stick when it comes to playing. It's not like if, it's like if you're not into sports, we're not supposed to play. Like, I actually find that ridiculous. Playing is part of a happy life. Playing shouldn't end in childhood. That is silly. So why not let your bedroom be that playground, right? Four, practice loving yourself. This is also a big one. I'm a big believer that people need to be educated on self-pleasuring themselves and they need to know what turns them on and turns them off. Our pleasure isn't in the hands of someone else. We control our pleasure. And I find this especially important for young women to know. I think teaching young women how to orgasm is especially important because I don't want women to be reliant or think that they need to get their orgasm from another person ever, ever. This is a big no-no. 
But learning how to self-pleasure ourselves comes with practice and time and, and love, really. This goes for everyone. Like, when is the last time you looked at your naked body in the mirror? When was the last time you looked at every corner, nook, and cranny? You really need to practice loving and accepting your body by sitting with it. You are responsible for what you say about your body. Now, this might not always be easy, but grab a mirror and start with two minutes. Just look at yourself and say nice things about yourself. Five, enjoy more rest and peace. Like my example earlier, not everything needs to be intense. Sometimes what we need is the cuddles, is the care, is the protection, is the love. Plus, within rest and peace brings more compassion, tolerance, and forgiveness for other people. This is more than just your sexual wellness. This is all about maintaining your overall peace and not allowing every little thing to raise your blood pressure. People need to understand that they need to take time to rejuvenate. Often people do this without meaning to. Often people take on other people's problems or fight on behalf of others while totally ignoring being there for themselves. You know, I'm guilty of this too, but I've learned without some peace in our lives, our bodies and minds are going to shut down. I feel enjoying rest and peace should go beyond self-pleasure. I mean that you should also be giving yourself time to talk to your inner self. You know, this could be through yoga, meditation, a walk in a quiet park. But make sure you schedule some peace and quiet. But here are some things on masculine energy. Masculine energy is where your self-confidence comes in. Being in balance with your masculine energy means that you can have a positive attitude when stuff goes wrong. And this is an important thing when you're playing in a dom position. You need to embrace your masculine energy because it's within your masculine energy where we are able to stay calm if an accident happens. And like we all know, accidents happen within BDSM and kink. But I did find some things while I was researching masculine energy. I stumbled across a video that outlined a concept called masculine containment that was narrated by Teal Swan. Now, I'm not going to go into it too deep, but I am going to touch base on it for a hot second. Masculine containment is when you take something or someone on so deeply and want to care for them so deeply and love them so deeply that it becomes or they become such a big part of you they literally turn into something you don't want to hurt because hurting that person or that thing will hurt you. The video stated that women need masculine containment to feel good within a relationship. She stated that if a woman has a lack of masculine containment, it can force that woman to adopt a more masculine energy. And adopting a more masculine energy makes women feel anxious, all alone, and sometimes as if the pressure is all on her. Masculine containment is a really natural thing to do for masculine energy. So if you have a high masculine energy, you naturally want to do this for someone else. And what masculine containment provides is a sense of in charge. It provides a safe environment. It makes the person reachable. It showcases intuition that they are there to defend and protect you. And things like they are able to make decisions and take responsibility for those decisions. An overgeneralized example is really when a man doesn't let their woman feel like they have to defend themselves. And I want to make it clear, and they also mentioned this in the video, that masculine containment doesn't mean that women want to be limited or oppressed or controlled or seen as less than. 
but rather women want to feel this sense that someone is taking care of them and that someone is responsible for them and makes sure that they are okay, you know, all the time. However, there were some interesting things said about women who resist masculine containment. One is if a woman doesn't have a balanced containment at home, she will most likely seek that within her family of origin. And two, women who resist masculine containment could end up growing into controlling, hard, bitter, and old, you know, angry old ladies, but that could be up for discussion. And personally, I'd love to hear what you think about this. Personally, I love the feeling of being owned. I feel safe and secure in those moments. But let me know what you think. Do you not like or do you like the concept of masculine containment? But that was my last point on feminine and masculine energy. But anyways, Kiki Wellness brought back a platform where I could balance my feminine and masculine energies. And I'm so, so grateful for that. But this is as much as I have for today. Thank you so much for listening to me talk about my perspective on the feminine and masculine energies as well as masculine containment. Remember, we each have them within us and it's our responsibility to find the balance between them. If you're new here or to the BDSM and kink scene, I highly encourage you to check out my e-learning video at www.thepartition.life where I make it easy to learn the basics. I hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next week. And as always, stay kinky.